Hey, this is Flick, level 80 human paladin from the Whisperwind server. And you're not listening to Nobody's Listening. Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Logos, girlfriends, monkeys. Check it out today at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoToMyPC.com and GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. Wicka wicka! I got a bad feeling about this. Nobody's listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, like the lady said. But here's something she didn't tell you. It's episode 116, brought to you the week of July 28th. And yes, Trevor, last week I did say episode 13. You were right, and I was wrong. And for that, I give you my show. I'm just kidding. I'm your host. My name is James. Let me bring in some people here to introduce them to you. From America's hat, the lovely, the amazing, the always wonderful, uh, and quite attractive in a platonic way, Trevor. How you doing, Trev? I'm disturbed and and happy all at the same time. That's, I don't know how to feel. It's awesome. You know, what I told you was absolutely clean and pure, but had an edge to it, and that's the way our show is. Clean and pure, say, but <laughs> Clean edgy. and pure with an edge to it, just like the one with my wife. That's right. <laughs> Um, and from deep within Canada's pants, uh, welcome back to the show, John Steinklopper. Welcome, John. How you doing, bud? Welcome back. Welcome from, back from the bo- dead, mind you. Yeah, bo- you Bogota. Much. I heard you were sick yesterday. I was sick yesterday. Was it the swine I, I, flu or was it some Bogota f- flu or what? I don't know. Did you drink I the used- water? He went on a missions trip, peeps. Yeah. Yeah, to Bogota, Colombia. That's in uh, South America, by the way. Hmm. It's uh, it is actually the same time zone you're in, though, James. Wow. So, did you meet uh, Obsidian from uh, Extra Life Radio? Is it I that didn't Columbia? Know he was in Bogota. Yeah, you might have actually given him the love of Christ and not even known it. The show wow. could change forever. Well, if he's a anywhere between the age of eight and. 15 than I may have. Oh, but, so you uh, only like the young boys. I, got, I mean, you only... Meant, I didn't mean that. <laughs> okay, wow. That. Wow. Thanks, James. Edit. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. All right. So, yeah. Uh, we always start with an opening story and an opening thing to offend all of the uh, goody-two-shoes Christians so they'll quit listening to the show. Uh, and that was that. So this is this. Hey, James, and name insert here. This is Justin, or Enigma, from the forums, and I wanted to tell you a story. I was in fourth grade, and my friend was having a sleepover birthday party. We fought with water guns. Don't you hate it when the water guns attack and you have to fight them? (laughs) Fight them off. Get off! (laughs) So after we were done fighting with water guns, we had cake and ice cream and open presents. Later that night, we headed outside to play flashlight tag. It was pitch black, and you couldn't see anything. My friend started counting, and the rest of the partygoers ran off to a hiding spot. I was really excited because I thought of the perfect hiding spot in the world. The most perfect hiding spot in the world. The slide across the street. Yeah, anytime you hide across the street in the pitch dark, it's probably illegal for you to do this, but that's the logic (laughs) of children. Uh, This was a spiral slide. I remember those. They don't even make those things anymore. It's dangerous. What? Those big spiral slides that felt like they were four stories tall. You know what I'm talking about? The open-topped ones? Oh, yeah, the open-topped ones. Yeah, now they make them in tubes. It's not nearly as fun because you could do a flip over the top bar 
and land. Yeah. Uh, this was a spiral slide. I figured uh, I would lay down at the bottom of the slide and no one would ever find me. So I climbed up the ladder and I ran down the slide to the bottom to get to the bottom faster. Somehow this made sense to me. When I was at the bottom, I tripped over something soft and I heard a grunt. I looked back at the slide and I saw this guy and his girlfriend at the bottom. <laughs> the guy was holding his lower area in pain. So his knees, he was holding his knee. I screamed at the top of my lungs and I got inside my friend's house in record time. Everyone else heard my scream and uh, were very confused. I went very cautiously outside and I pointed to the slide where the guy was now standing up. He said in a very drunk voice, hey, it was drunk Paul. Cool. <laughs> I can call that sure. <laughs> he said in a very drunk voice, uh, you kids want to play here? Uh, creepiest thing ever. So now everyone ran for their 10-year-old life inside. We never went back outside again that night. That was my story. I hope you like it. Great job on the show. I'm still catching up. Uh, haven't found one I don't like, Justin. <laughs> Keep listening. Do you guys want to play over here? <laughs> so. Oh, that's worse. Freaky. Freaky. <laughs> I, want your, I want your pants and your boots. So. <laughs> I need to listen to that episode. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? This show is uh, sponsored by Go to My PC, as I said before. If you're tired of spending late nights in the office, it's time you tried Go to My PC. Because Go to My PC, brought to you by Citrix, lets you access your office computer from home or anywhere with an internet connection. So you can leave the office early, have fun, and finish later when it's convenient for you. If you're really sneaky, get your netbook on the roller coaster at the local theme park and log in from there spreadsheets have never been quite so fun try go to my pc free right now for 30 days visit go to my pc.com slash podcast that's go to my pc.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial you'll need that to get through the line for the roller coaster also brought today by brought to you today by adam elito l l yeah l tito wow i wouldn't want to mess that name up because that sounds like somebody that could kill you adam l tito Peter Yu, Dean Piercy, and Laurel Cruiser. Very cool last names today. Cruiser. Very cool. What? Somebody's missing, though. I know. Mr. Techlitz. Yeah. He, he's not following through. He's dropped out the running, and all it takes is one time, and you're done. You're docked for life. Bum, bum, bum. <sighs> <laughs> It seemed appropriate. It did. It was the only thing I had. <laughs> I could just play the first part of the uh, LBB. Yeah, and then then That's it's good. doom. Yeah. Uh, it's time for this though. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. Hey, before I get update. too far into it, I forgot about the weekly. Uh, before we do the weekly update, I wanted to say hi to everyone, everybody, everybody in the chat room. Uh, hey, Waddy. Every Waddy. <laughs> Move your waddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got some people in the chat room. You can join us every Tuesday night at 930 uh, on Ustream.tv, but you can access it also through NLCast.com. I see a friend, Archive, Luke a donkey, Mother Unit, Nozzle, Ratface, Sketcher, Vampire Girl, and uh, like 36 guests. So welcome guests. Go to NLCast.com, find out what you've been missing, peeps. But anyway, it's time for some weekly updates. I'll go first. Okay, thanks. Um, this is really like hard to explain and embarrassing at the same time, so I'll just jump right into it. It was Saturday, 
And uh, I'm sorry, Sunday morning, I woke up at 6.30. I never do this on Sunday because Sunday's my work day. It's the hardest day I work all week. And I always, I don't know, we've talked about this on on uh, Gospel of Kenison. Sunday's the hardest day in the world to get up on for church people. And if you're a pastor who's got to work a hard day, I think it's even harder. So 6.30 a.m., I roll over, I look at the clock, and, I, and I'm like, ah, Krizzle. It's, I, I'm not even supposed to be up this early. I could take a nap. I could go to sleep some more. But I woke up kind of suddenly, so I said, now nah, I'll get up. I'll go. And I went down. I had some cereal, had a breakfast. I took it downstairs, started checking my email, reading my blogs and all that kind of stuff, just like I do every morning. And uh, as I'm walking upstairs to put my cereal bowl away, I realize I'm, I've lost some time. I, I cannot remember the night before at all. I don't remember going to bed. Um, I have some medication that I take at night. I don't remember taking my pill. Uh, I don't remember having dessert that I was planning on having that night because uh, I usually have ice cream in the evenings. Th- that way I can keep my figure. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it was a good one or an ideal one, but it is a figure. It, you know. Yeah, it, it's hard work being fat. You have to eat overeat a little bit every day. Um <laughs> I'm gonna try that thing. Oh, right well, most of us are working on it. But anyway, um, I, I just, oh, I totally, totally could not remember. I'm like, dude, wait a minute. I look outside. You know, the the sun's coming up. But I, I do want to say, in my defense, before I let the cat out of the bag, I'm home alone. I've been home alone since last <laughs> week uh, because, uh... yeah, yeah, I've done the aftershave <laughs> thing and everything. But uh, I go downstairs. I look at my PC. I double click, and it is uh, six thirty. And now 7 p.m. on Saturday night. (laughs) I had taken a nap at at like 3 in the afternoon randomly and totally thought I'd slept through, I guess. I woke up just thinking it's church. I got to get up. And then when I really laughed at myself really hard, (laughs) but it's when I realized I'd missed out on dinner because I had eaten breakfast, a bowl of cereal. I'd eaten breakfast already. I was supposed to go over to my sister's for dinner. And so I had to call her and tell the whole story. So, yeah, I'm a raving idiot. Without children and a wife, I have no context, uh, nothing. But the light outside was perfect. You know, the the time of day seemed right. I just was really panicking because it was a big Sunday. We had this thing called Freedom Sunday where we literally prayed for every single person in the church one by one. It's like all 15 of us get together and we literally pray for thousands of people. And it was a big deal. And all of a sudden panic because I was like, I had no time to prep my mind for this. And I was I was really thinking about calling in sick and everything because it was just snuck up on me. <laughs> calling in sick the church. <laughs> sorry, I got a cold. I don't want to give fifteen thousand people yeah, a cold. Sorry, I don't I don't really want to pray for anybody today. They can just go to the bad place. Okay. All right. So anyway, yeah, I woke up at six thirty AM. Turned out to be PM. So I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to my show. I'm an idiot and you can be an idiot too. So don't do it. It's catching. Yippee. All right. So, yeah. And if you go to my church and you're listening to this, I don't want to hear Jack squat about in the hallways. Okay. I will, I will drop you from the membership. I will disassociate you in a, in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, Wouldn't want that dog. Yeah. <laughs> go, John. <laughs> or Trevor. I'm sorry. Trevor's in the second seat. Go, Trevor. What's your weekly update, homie? Um, I had a uh, one that's just kind of one of those kid-type updates. Uh, this week was an interesting week in the Cameron household. Um, I can say that now. Yeah, he's trying to use his last name like a big boy. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm a grown-up now. <laughs> um, Your we've last been trying name is Cameron? To... 
Didn't you, <laughs> you? Did you not say you listened to last his, week's his, show? His, la- his first name. His first name's a boy's yeah. name. His last name's a girl's name. It's awesome. What? What? I, I thought your last name was Rat Beast, dude. No, Cameron. <laughs> it's a girl's name. That's my middle name. It is not. We're gonna call it's you. Tra- we're gonna call you Cammy for short. Oh, that's <laughs> disturbing. I know a dude named Cameron. That's he's got a girl's name. I would have told that too. <laughs> You're a chick. <laughs> you might be listening. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, actually, uh, just a few nights ago um, is where this all culminated. Um, we had been trying to transition our youngest daughter into a toddler bed because we'd gotten a twin size bed for our older daughter. Um, so we put the toddler bed into our youngest uh, youngest daughter's room, and we're just kind of every now and again putting her in it and seeing how she'd you know you know adjust to it because she still had the crib in her room. She like and- a transformer. <laughs> Well, she's gonna you drop her in the- there, and she fits perfectly. <laughs> she's not going to turn into the okay, bed. All right. <laughs> but but um, it, it was kind of me and my wife had decided, yeah, we're just going to do this and set you know a slow pace, and everything's going to be great. However, um, this past weekend on uh, Sunday, um, uh, we had put her down for a nap. And put the put her in the crib, put the crib up. She wasn't quite sleepy, but it was you know put her down in the middle of the week in the middle of the day so she could just kind of have a rest. And she usually goes to sleep after you know after a few minutes type thing. And we hear thump, cry. It's Aww. like uh huh. So we go out there, and there she is on the floor. <laughs> it's Oops. like oh well, I guess it's time to get rid of the crib now. So somehow she had managed uh, to over climb the- over the top of it and and get uh, to the floor. My son did that once. <laughs> my daughter did it once. And yeah, we padded the floor with pillows and all that stuff. And it is a oh, horrible see, I, sound because that's that took- head hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, she was fine. But I mean, so we took out the, I mean, I took a different route at that, that point in time. I got the screwdriver and, and I dismantled the crib right then and there. And it's like, wow. okay, we're done with that. <laughs> No and now she crib. and now she sleeps in a room without the crib. Although the first night uh, she was in there, she fell asleep with her head pressed up against the door. So she, what she did was she crawled out of bed over to the door and was kind of looking around. It's like, hey, this is a, this isn't normal. What's going on? So I, you know, I, me and my wife snuck over to the door to see where she was, you know, because we could get an idea. And we put her head down and looked underneath the door, and there she was looking right back at us as if saying, hey, Mom, hey, Dad, what's this door thing happening here? I, um, I, I don't understand. I'm tired. Uh, I'm really having I'm a hard gonna... time injuring myself with this new bed. Can you come in and help me? I'm just going to sleep here till you guys figure this out. Uh, I'm, I'm good. You know? uh, congratulations. So it, and, and then, of course, the very first night, it, for, she has toys that make noise when you hit them and all that, or you know, play songs and all that good stuff. So the first night, Those are the best. 4.30 in the morning, I hear, bang. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Good night, sleep, fail. Yeah. Yeah, it is great when they can get up by themselves. Uh, John, what you got, homie? <laughs> um, oh, I was just trying to remember what you told me to say. <laughs> I told you to say how awesome it is being on the show. <laughs> okay, I had a terrible week until I remembered that I was going to be on the show tonight. And then I turned into a bat. Sorry. 
Uh, right, I keep going back to that. Um, I, this <laughs> didn't happen this week. Actually, one thing that was hilarious that happened when I got back from work after being away from a week is they foiled my desk. Uh-huh. It was pretty great. But anyways, I put pictures on the You mean Facebook. refoiled it because you're one of those conspiracy theorists. So, right on. Yeah. Fresh <laughs> foil. Conspiracy man. <laughs> um, but this actually happened the week before last, and it was quite hilarious. And I was going to call the show and tell you as it was happening, but I called the old number oh. and it didn't work. So anyways – as I was headed to work on whatever day it was, um, in the in the HOV lane, which for your information is the high occupancy vehicle, it means if you got more than one person in the car, you can ride it and then pass by. It has a else's. diamond in the lane. It does indeed. So they have those everywhere, I guess. They have no, those I'm just remembering Atlanta. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there was a diamond in the lane. Anyways, we were we were cruising along fairly decently i mean it wasn't quite the uh the, the terrible traffic that it gets to be and um i was looking up and a couple cars ahead this the door flies open and this girl sticks her head out the door i'm thinking what in the world she's crazy she's gonna you know lose her head or something well she didn't lose her head she lost her breakfast Oh. She she was charming up the highway, dude. No, you said <laughs> in the voicemail that you, you she was barking and you, <laughs> she was, you she thought was, she was barking at first, and then you realized she was throwing up, and that's what made me die laughing. <laughs> okay, well I'm sorry, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, you were like, was I saw this girl and she was barking, and I was like, why is she barking? <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, man, she had her head. I don't know what she was doing at first, and then I saw it. It came streaming out all over mm, the side of the road. Yummy. And uh, it, it got really funny because, I mean, she just kept going. I don't know what she had, but she just kept going. And the traffic was starting to slow down ahead, <laughs> so all the traffic was slowing down. And she kind of looked back for a second and started to get back in the car. And uh, she leaned back out and started barking again. <laughs> And, uh, and the car that was right behind her, I guess they were really grossed out by it because they started to pull into the other lane so they couldn't see her puking. <laughs> she was or, or run over it. <laughs> well, they ran out. They ran out of washer fluid for their windshield. Was probably what it was. <laughs> splash, chunk, chunk, splash, chunk, chunk. I felt bad laughing, but <laughs> I knew that deep down inside she felt a lot better by throwing up. So. Mm. Was she was she a sixty five year old woman by chance with a deer in the back oh. seat? <laughs> <laughs> she may have been a granddaughter to Eleanor, but she looked like she was a teenager. Oh man, it's good stuff. Good stuff. We're barking teenagers. Uh, hey, uh, I got a good one. Let's do this. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! All right, we'll make it quick. The LBB of the week today, and maybe of all time, is whoever created those butt-wiping bears on television. Those commercials of Charmin bears, those animated monsters that wipe their butts on TV and have this smug little grin. (laughs) Have you seen the latest ones where the little bear has little pieces of toilet paper stuck to his bum? That is, yes. is, am I the only one disturbed by this thing? This is horrible. <laughs> they're, we're watching them poop on a tree, and then they're past some double-plied, tri-ply, something that can get past bear hair. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I think it's gross. I, I used to be disturbed back in the day by the Coke bears, because, you know, they're, they're giant man-eating bears, but somehow we've made them cute and they enjoy soda. 
and I could not imagine a bear burping. You know, how would that be? If, in, But anyway, that used to bother me. Uh, imagine, it is just horrible. It is the grossest thing ever. I don't care. I don't need a lot of salesmanship on toilet paper. It is a requirement. We need it. And I, I just don't know. There's nothing about that bear that makes me want to... Matter of fact, I might quit because of that bear. It's gross. Nice. But, but don't you like it when, you know, don't you just dislike mm, it so much hum. when you have little bits, little bits of toilet paper stuck to you? Well, I, 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 now, see, that's the thing. If it's that big of a problem that we've made an animated short film about it, how many people in my day-to-day life are walking around with little bits of paper, dead tree products, clinging to their derriere? I don't even want to think about it. Know, I'm sitting sir. in a meeting at work, and there's 50 to 60 people around me. I've got to go, okay, how many in 10 people have paper because they haven't bought this particular kind? It's grossest thing ever. It's nasty. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't even want to know that's a problem. Time, yeah. You know, it's like ten years ago when the toe fungus commercial started coming out. I didn't know it was that. Yeah. I didn't know. Now I gotta wonder who's got toe fungus. It's gross. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, sure she I watch, just go ahead and like say her, it up front. It's like herpes commercials. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I hate those. Those are terrible. They make herpes sound fun. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> And so does he. They do. Yeah. She doesn't. I'm I'm living a whole new life now. I mean, sh- double mint gum used to look that good. Now herpes looks good. I don't know. <laughs> double your pleasure, double your fun with extra herpy gum. I I don't understand. <laughs> so, all I know is if, if you're young and 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 just good looking, you've probably got herpes. Yep. Especially wow. if you're not using Charmin toilet paper. That's right. Because you got herpes stuck to your butt. <laughs> Thank you. LBB of the week is the creator of the butt wiping bears. Okay, so there you go. Let's move right along. This is a good thing. Who me? <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Uh, what I meant by good thing is not that anything in middle school drama is good. It's just it's all it's good to be moving on, and it's also a good segue because we were talking about something that was kind of. Middle school-ish. All right. Dear NL cast. Oh, wait. Let me get my middle school voice on. I'm sorry. <clears throat> if you don't know, middle school drama is the type part of the show where we read stuff submitted by people who may be in middle school. They have a unique style all their own, and most of their stories stink. Uh, rather than throw them away week after week, we decided to put them in a segment and make relentless fun of them. Lo and behold, they enjoy it, and they submit even more. Here we go. Dear NLCast, today I was hit with a baseball bat that was made of metal. It hurt my funny bone and made my arm numb. I wouldn't have bothered me, but I recently strained my arm and it still hurt, so it made it hurt a lot more. Daniel. So there you go. And it did hut. H-U-T. That's the noise he made when he got hit. Hey, dear nobody's listening, I have a story. When I was three, my cousin, a.k.a. B-Dude17, was at my house. We were playing with my new play school four-wheeler in the house, and I wanted to go to the kitchen, but he was standing my way to the point where I would yell at him, and he still wouldn't move. So I decided to run him over. So I backed up and went full speed ahead, and I hit him and rolled over him with my four-wheeler. My four-wheeler was high enough so he could fit under, but his chin couldn't, so I was dragging him by his jaw into the bar. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> you serious? Did that really happen? That's what it says. I believe it. <laughs> he wow. says I rammed him into the bar, and when my mom and his mom saw that, they went they crazy 
and they like turned into the Hulk. My mom flipped the four wheeler over while his mom grabbed him and the time out of a lifetime. No. Oh, he got the time out of a lifetime. Oh my gosh. Drummer boy. I, I love it. I love that. I love that. Do you guys realize what he's saying? I got the time out of a lifetime. Mm -mm. That makes that me want to hurt something. Okay, when you if you'd done something like that, Trevor, John, James, when you were that age, what would you have gotten of the lifetime? Whooping. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would have gotten. Remember because yeah. it would have happened, and I I would have re forgotten everything. Something is wrong with the universe when you when you say the phrase "I got the time out of a lifetime." Man, mm -hmm. she made me sit in that chair so hard. I just don't <laughs> get it. Uh, I had to sit there so strong. <laughs> Unless you push a button and spikes come out of the butt part. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, you know. But, what, uh, or the, you there's some sort of, of shocking device, you know, that gives you a jolt of electricity every 10 minutes <laughs> to let you know how long you've got. Yeah, that would be that would be the time out of a lifetime. Man. She made me point. face the wall. How dare she? I'm calling the hotline. <laughs> Oh. oh, she just—he just recreated a scene from the video game Carmageddon, but he got the, he got a timeout. Tisk tisk. Man, uh, that's an old oh. game. Uh, we got one more. Hey, nobody's listening. I'm Darth City Bus from the forums. Get it, Darth City Bus? <laughs> yes, I get it. I joined that's them. A, oh, I joined them a boot a week ago. <laughs> get it, a boot. Okay. But I've been not listening for a long time. Cue sad trombone. <laughs> you got played. That's the first time I've ever heard that not listening joke. Anyway, I have an embarrassing story for you guys. In the middle of seventh grade last year, yes, I'm a middle schooler. My friends and I decided to see a movie. We were all going to meet at my house and then leave for the movie theater. See all these details? I love them. One of my friends, because it's important how they got there. One of my friends, we'll call him Lucy, just got... Uh, just to make him mad, had a sister in sixth grade who wanted to come. That'll make sense later. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Excellent. It's just, it's, it's, he's giving us pieces of the story, and at the end, we'll put them all together. It's kind of like an M. Night Shamarilla Ding Dong st story or something. <laughs> um, at the end, Star City Bus will be dead. That's the that's the whole spin. Um, I just jug, jug, I had just <laughs> jugged a bottle of Monster Energy drink and I couldn't think clearly, because they come in bottles. Uh, I wasn't drunk, though. It's an energy drink. Oh, really? Wow, you what? don't get drunk off that? I wow. thought it was monster, a real monster, like real liquefied monster. Like Grover yes. and Cookie oh, Monster man. were in the, in the bottle. My friend Lucy knocked at the door, and I ran and got it. And he, he was at the door, and so was this giant woman. I thought his sister was still in the car, unbuckling her seatbelt or something like that. Let my friend in, and I went to the giant woman and said, What time will you pick Lucy up? The woman stared at me for a second and then replied in a cold, cold voice, I'm his sister. I, st <laughs> I stood there horrified for a moment and told my friend's sixth grade sister that I thought she was his mom. <laughs> Why didn't you tell her? You could have backed out. Well, I hope you thought that was funny. Hope this gets on the show, Darth City Bus. Oh, 
That reminds me of something. I was sitting in church uh, that same Sunday morning, uh, and I was waiting to pray for thousands of people. And I was sitting next to this uh, girl who just recently graduated uh, from sixth grade. And I love picking on my former uh, kids because they're they're too big to talk to their children's pastor, you know. And so oh, I mess with them and stuff. They still draw me pictures, though, so it's sweet. But uh, And next to her was her grandmother. And grandma's talking to me, and she's, like, talking to this girl. And she says, um, yeah, I want you to sit over here instead of with your friends. And plus, you know you want to sit next to pastor so-and-so. And she was not saying my name. She was saying this other guy who's fat and has a goatee and white. Okay, Jojo? No, it's another pastor. And, and he's, he's a heavy set like me, but he looks nothing like me at all. Okay. She must have really bad ha- eyesight, but she mentioned his name. And, uh, and, and, and so the girl looks at me and she, we both realized exactly what had just happened. So I was going to milk it a little bit and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the children's pastor. And she goes, you're so funny. I was like, um, I, that's why you're good with kids. Cause you have so many. And he, this guy has eight children. Okay. I, so I looked at her, I said, I only have two. She goes, you are so funny. You have eight. <laughs> And I said, I'm Pastor James. And she sucked in all the air in the room. And, and and it wasn't a big deal to me, but she was so proper. She was so embarrassed. And so then she tries to cover it up. She goes, what I meant was you have all those children that you minister to. I'm like, you're lying. You're lying in church. And I, I have more than eight children in children's church so anyway hey, you have eight you have a very small congregation it's is just what a I, small I'm... small little fraction i'm very picky on who i preach to so most of the children i force them to stay outside in the dumpster so anyway uh let's do some of this we haven't done it for a while it is called uh i don't even have a I, we haven't done news so long i don't even have the stinking music to queue up so i'll just play this and then i'll play this you lit liquor. All right. Uh, we do have a little bit of news, and it's this. It is that we have a brand new phone number. The old phone number is going to work for like three months, and then you're going to have to switch. And here it is. 209-5-NL-CAST. Okay? Easy to remember. Fun to learn. 209-5-NL-CAST. So if if you're the pe- person that doesn't have uh, letters on his phone, it's 209-565-2278. But... Just, just remember 2095-NLCAST, and you'll get right into the show. It's going to be awesome. Call it today. Uh, we're going to take a... No, we're not going to take a break. We're going to go right on through. If you have to oh. pee, I'm sorry. Here it oh. goes. Featured story. Yeah, we used to take a break, but now I'm live to hard drive. No editing. So we're going to go right into this. <laughs> you should have warned us before you did. we started. Then. Sorry. Sorry. I got to go to the bathroom. Do you really? No. Okay. Maybe. It's a good thing I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> wow. You better be glad. Nobody's listening. Get there! So, yeah. All right. It's featured story time, and I'm going to tell the story, Dagummit, because no. I want to. And it's my show. It's our show, Fine. but it's my show. Okay. This, I'm, I'm pretty much out of like past ep- uh, stories, like from my childhood, at least ones that are funny. There's plenty more, John will tell you. That uh, I could I could relay, but they would make you cry. Uh, so what what have what I've done recently is I've been taking stories. Um, well, today's story in particular is is more recent, but it's so messed up that I have to let time pass. It has to season like a fine wine. Um, and also, I wanted to wait till I'd moved away from that location 
<laughs> and until the person that helped me was well into his adult life. So this has been since the show, show started, I think, or maybe just before the show started. Um, okay, so here it is. Here it is. It's scary and yucky, and I don't know if I really want to tell it. Okay, we used to have a dog. His name was D-O-G. Say it very slowly. D-O-G. Had a dog. No, no. The name. D-O-G. It was dog. (laughs) Anyway, he was giant, and he had giant poop. And we had moved into this, you know, suburban style house. And so I, we had a backyard and, and you know, it, people wanted to walk back there. Sometimes it became necessary to begin picking up this poop. And this was a new thing to me because in my childhood, when we lived in Yulee, Florida, we had three and a half acres and dogs could just roam free. They were free range dogs. Not unlike the chickens that are so popular these days. And so... It was hard to step in dog poop in three and a half acres. You actually had to try. We'd wake up early and we would attempt it and fail almost every time. But in this backyard, when it was like the size of a postage stamp, maybe two postage stamps next to each other, it was impossible to even, you know, like think about going outside without suddenly, oh, there's crap on my shoe. So I uh, I began picking it up and I, I went to great lengths to make sure that the dog poop was going to be done properly. I bought a... I bought what would be, I bought a, it was like a scoop and a, and a fork kind of yes. connected together, metal with wooden Long handles. handles right? It was like yeah. salad tongs <laughs> for dog crap, okay? Salad and tongs. You stand up straight. And, I, and yeah, you wouldn't have to bend over. You didn't have to take a bag, which I think is the grossest thing to have to ever do in life because you put your hand in the bag, you grab the poop, you feel Ew. the warmth, and then you turn it inside out. It is technically sanitary, but mentally, it's like the spirit yeah. of the law versus the letter of the law in the Bible. There are things you can do that aren't sin technically, but they are because they're so dang close and you meant it to be sinful. Yeah, that's the kind of gross that picking up dog crap is with a uh, with a with a plastic bag and your bare hands. But anyway, I had these salad tongs, ah. so I could create a nice tossed salad after I had mowed the lawn. <laughs> it was awesome. And I also bought a smallish trash can. I went and got an Oscar the Grouch-style trash can with a lid. I put plastic bag in it. I, I hit it around the side of the house, and I began scooping and pooping. No, not pooping. I pooped the scoop. <laughs> scoop the poop. Something in there was done, and it was picked up, okay? And I put it in the thing, Scoop. and I went over. But one thing, since I'm new to this, that I didn't think about is that I probably should have emptied the poop can. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. You had a can full of poo? Well, over time, it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and I kept thinking, I need to remember to take this out the next time we take out the garbage, I need because it's going to get heavy, and they only allow up to 50 pounds at a time, you know, in each bag, and I'm like, good Lord, I wouldn't want to be, I, you know, trash men, I've never met one, you know, on and on. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much this could hold. It was probably a 10-gallon trash can, so I don't know. Do you measure poop by pounds or by gallons? Measured by Curix. <laughs> by by Curix. <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen that South Park episode? No, <laughs> I haven't either. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, or do you measure it by height? Yeah, I don't know, but um, all I know is that I had allowed it to go very very far, and it was coming. It was coming time to move away. Okay, something had to be done about the trash can. We'd long since gotten rid of the dog. The dog had run away. The can was still there. Okay, it had been, shall we say, composting. Is that the nice word for it? Mm, yes. Creating life might be another word <laughs> for it. 
Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, the lid had been on, okay? And it, it sealed pretty good. And so there was a whole ecosystem going on there. There was condensation. There uh-uh. was precipitation. Uh-huh. There was no, some sort kidding. of white fungi that had grown, not just on the surface, uh-huh. but throughout the entire thing, as I found out later. And it smelled worse I can't even describe it. I will just have to say it smelled like a can full of putrid dog crap. That's the only thing I can compare it to. There is no worse smell on <laughs> earth. Say that's because what that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, people now you have something to compare it to. That smelled as bad as James's trash can full of dog crap. Okay. All right. So notice I'm not saying poop <laughs> or anything. I am saying C R A P with a purpose because that is what that word was created to define. It is gross, is nasty, and that's what was in this can. I had to get rid of it. And it just so happened that I had somebody over, a young man named Paul. It was not Rockstar Paul, this was another Paul. I had no other Paul, hopefully. No, no, it was another Paul. <laughs> and uh, I said, dude, I need some help because I had tried previously to lift this can. And I couldn't. What? I couldn't lift it. It was too heavy. It was full. Oh. It was gross. <laughs> tell, tell me this was no sense of smell, Paul. <laughs> oh, I wish. You couldn't pick up a metal can that was full of dog crap. <laughs> and fungi. Dude, I grew up white trash in a trailer. I had to have something. Something was going to happen, and this was it. Okay? This was the one time it showed the worst. I'm ashamed of this. That's why I had to let time pass. Okay? Okay, okay. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this, but... Well, anyway, me and him were able... Well, you know how heavy water is, you know, when you fill up something with water and it's just so dang heavy? That's what this was like, because there was still a lot of juices in there, I guess. I meant that to gross y'all out, and I think I got myself... Okay, Okay, so we made sure to hold it steady so we wouldn't drip any... (laughs) The outside of the can was completely sealed, and no yuckiness was on the outside. There was no smell. And so Paul, inside, he didn't know what it was. He didn't know. He was just doing what his pastor, you know, his former youth pastor, had asked him to do. And so we carry it, and we put it in the back. And I'm like, I can't can't dump this. I can't separate it into individual bags. Um, <laughs> and there's no way. I am going to have to do what my white trash self knew to do. I was going to dig a hole in the backyard and bury that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. Okay, good. Okay, because I didn't know what else to do. I really didn't. If I'd lit a match, I might have killed everybody on the block at that point. So, um, <sighs> with all the methane. But uh, so anyway, we drug it to the back. I started digging a hole, and, and the whole time he's like, "Dude, if there's a dead body in there, <laughs> so I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna tell everybody. I don't care how close we are. I will let everybody know." And I finally let him know. I told him the whole story up to that point, and he's freaking out. He almost left. But he was like, I can't, I can't help you. I can't dump it over. I'm not going to open it. I'm not going to do anything. And, 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 you know, so I dug the hole and I got behind the, the trash can. I did have him position it for me so that when I tipped it over the, the, you know, the top would, would just dump right into this hole. No, no pun intended on the dump part. So, <laughs> so I need that commentary to leave right now. Cause I'm about to hurl. <laughs> So anyway, I took the lid off, I held my breath, and I pushed, and um, it started to go over. I thought I had it enough. It didn't. It flung back, and something... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Something splashed on me. I'm kidding, though. Nothing did. Sloshed up. Sloshed up like a a bucket of water. Oh. Poopy in it. (laughs) Toilet paper. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was dog poop, dude. Um, yeah, dog probably uh, ate toilet paper. <laughs> actually, he used to eat jeans, so I'm sure there was some denim down in there somewhere. <laughs> we, denim, we'd denim, we'd denim. give him knotted up jeans, and he would eat them. It was ridiculous. He'd poop out rivets. But no wonder he ran away. <laughs> he loved them. We we bought him a Kong one time, you know those rubber Kong things. He, he, yeah, we get it was ten bucks. He, it was a jumbo size. He ate it in like less than three minutes. It says indestructible. <laughs> he destroyed it. I'm like Jen. We might as well have given him a five dollar bill. It would have lasted long and it cost half as much. <laughs> he might have been able to recycle it. <laughs> Something. Anyway, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. His dog was a chewer. He just was. He chewed up everything, and and he yep. pooped a lot. So uh, obviously, so anyway, I dump it over, and the uh, what what my intention was not what happened. What happened is that the stuff had 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 cemented itself somehow to the plastic bag, and it, and the plastic bag came out with the poop. All right, this big giant clonk. Clonk Ugh. is the word I'm going to use of poop and fungus and white <laughs> stuff. I don't know what the white stuff was. It was some sort of growth. Somebody could probably email us and let us know what that is. I'm sure there's somebody out there that, that studies poop fungi. So Probably like the cure to cancer or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably. It's buried in my backyard there in uh, North Kansas City. So anyway, uh, I, I was going to put the... Uh, <laughs> dirt on top you know because it, it did make it in the hole but then i got convicted somehow i don't know if it was by god or just by common sense or whatever but i'm like dude this plastic is not going to compost it's not going to go away somehow this is going to bubble up it's going to pop something's going to explode uh you know whatever whatever it's not going to do what what earth it does to poop when it's in the ground so i grabbed a corner of the bag which was clean because i was at the bottom of the bag at this point and i pulled oh I not pulled, clean. <laughs> I pulled. I pulled. Um, I don't know if you've ever had like slushy in a plastic bag before where you've had to squeeze it out, you know, like those uh, long uh, slushy tubes, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I when I pulled the bag, most of it came out, but a lot of it was still clinging to the inside. And so I did like you would a, ta- a, tooth, t- t- a tube of toothpaste and I kind of just squeezed out the rest. Mm-hmm. I, I looked like I was decorating a cake. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, what? You made like a <laughs> I did not make a cake, but it did make a did make a design. I almost got my whole name written, but um. <laughs> so anyway, then I threw the dirt on top. Okay, and um, I was afraid. What do you do when you put dirt on stuff? You pile up and then you pack it down. But I was afraid to step on it. <laughs> you just sink down into it, and then you. <laughs> But I eventually did jump on it pretty good to test it because, like I said, we were selling the house and we were selling it to this woman and I didn't want her to just be back there doing some work, you know, and then like every horror movie starts, you know, somebody's back there just working and all of a sudden her hand goes in through the ground and it comes up with some sort of fungi, cure for cancer fungi on it. So, fungi. She, she she reaches down, she grabs a handful of fungi and one thing, she goes, oh no, she reaches over, she goes over and she trips over some hoofs of some dead cow that's buried back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord help us. So yeah, this, uh, the, the, Paul just sat back in wide-eyed wonder the entire time and for years, even if I met him today, he would still, like on my Facebook or whatever else, he'll he'll talk about, you know, he'll, he, he never will tell uh, about the secret of what's buried in my old backyard. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. rest in peace, dog poop. Yeah. 
I rest should, in feces. I should have set up a small tombstone. <laughs> you should have. That would have been a good way to warn the person that bought the place. <laughs> Do not go here. Beware of the dog and then the small letters poop. So. <laughs> Beware of the mound. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, that's my story. And uh, thank God I'm not sticking to it and it's not sticking to me. But it was gone. The, the filth was <sighs> gone. The the horrible of of puku kachu was gone. It was great. What did you do with the can? I don't remember. I think I put it back where it was. Oh, well, it was just a. There was a hole. You know, dead grass was underneath it. I was gonna put it back so it. You know, so nobody knew. And the can was fine. Like I said, the can was clean. It was this trash bag. What you need to be asking is what I did with the trash bag. I don't want to know. And that, my friends, is the rest of the story. No. And stand by for news. <laughs> stand by for news. No, I. And that uh, gentleman uh, became. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. I put it over the head of a lady with cancer, and she was healed. <laughs> but she died, unfortunately, of smell poisoning. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> smell something I feel like so a bad. Bit of vomit in my throat right now. I'm afraid I might actually hurl. Then let's, by all means, let's move on because we got some great emails. Please do. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. Oh, man. Dear James, John, and Trevor, a marmoset is a kind of a monkey. Below is a link to a picture of the cute little monkey. What they're doing in Canada, I don't know. Kathleen. Sevelius. No, I'm kidding. Not Sevelius, but thanks, Kathleen. That's a cute monkey. I wish podcasting would allow me to show the rest of you because, man, that is a cute little monkey. I don't think they're in Canada, though. I think that song was lying. It's from a few shows back, wasn't it? Yes. The last few just kind of run together for me. I, I'm not sure why. Hmm, no particular reason. I don't know. I had milk in bags in Colombia. Really? I did. I drank milk from a bag. I had something in a bag once. Uh, we moved on. We moved on. I want to put put something in the bag right now. (laughs) Don't you wish you had a break now? (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Uh, Speaking of gross stuff, here's a story about moobs. That's what it says. Moobs. Hey, James, John, Trevor. This is uh, Joseph. Um, And I have a story about a time I went to go visit down in Oklahoma. I live in California. And uh, I really don't know if this is an Oklahoma thing or not, but everybody that I met down there, including my family, just, like, was a hugging type person, and every time they met you, they had to give you a hug. That's the South in general. So, I, uh, one of my uh, cousins was coming up to me, and uh, he's not exactly, like, the thinnest guy. He's a a pretty, a pretty big kid. Uh, not humongous, but, like, enough to have humongous man boobs. (laughs) moves and um so he he i knew this guy was going to come up to hug me he's willing to so far so it, halfway to him coming up to me i kind of just like threw my arm around his neck kind of like hanging on to him kind of but my hand because it couldn't go all the way around it kind of landed on a an awkward spot it landed on his man boob and i was holding on to his man boob for about five seconds and I was, I was like not embarrassed, but I was panicking. I was like, "Well, so out of out of my panic, instead of just uh, like just taking my hand off or anything, I had to pat it twice and step away." And I thought that was pretty funny. All right, so 
talk to you guys later. Bye. I can just see this in my head, you know, because you know, he, he reached up and his probably his armpit was on the guy's shoulder. He reaches around the back, flops that arm down far on his chest, and then just grabs and hugs whatever. <laughs> cupping that guy's dude thing and 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 uh, oh that's awesome and give it a little give it a little pat pat <laughs> and he gave it a pat nice little move it's so gross it's so grody oh lord help us oh man uh, i'm sweating now <laughs> Dear James and Trevor, I'm sort of a new listener, and I just got caught up like on all the episodes. Anyway, when I heard the cast when you were talking about an, uh, a couple of your friends, or David's, I don't remember, were trying to make a lady gag by making believe that one of them uh, dr- would drink the other's pee, well, that made me remember a time when I was in middle school. Okay, uh, th- that is, that's an episode, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but David told a story of tricking this lady into thinking that they'd drink some pee. So, anyway... Over the side, it was at a hospital, so it actually worked. They used a specimen cup and everything. It's awesome. Go back and find it. Uh, anyway, when I was in middle school over the summer, we had a big family reunion in California. Anyway, my cousin challenged my younger brother to, to a race. Whoever lost would have to drink a half and half, uh, half pee and half Gatorade. <laughs> a half and half. I thought that was something you put in your coffee. They said he would have to drink a half and half, and he's labeling that as half pee, half Gatorade. Well, anyway, you guessed it. My brother lost, and since he was a bit younger than the rest of us, he wasn't allowed to go up to the store with us to get the Gatorade. (laughs) He asked for yellow, so it would seem less weird for him to drink. Why would that be less weird? That would be more weird. It's like twice the amount of urine. I want want yellow, because that way I can't tell which parts to pee and which parts to Gatorade. So gross. Why would he even do it? Younger brothers, you have an illness. You do. Ah, anyway. Uh, Being the evil older sister I was. Oh, it's a girl doing this. That's awesome. What? That's awesome. That's sick. Three times as sick. It's three times as long. <laughs> Sister thought up this idea. Isn't yeah, hey, let's do this evil. half and half and pee in the thing. I was thinking it yeah. sounds like a dude thing, but I get, apparently it's not. Anyway, uh, well, <laughs> Kath, I, I can hear her already. She's going to say, it was my cousin's idea. Yeah, but you sat there, Eve, and you let Adam eat the apple, didn't you? Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, as I thought, uh, anyway, I bought a blue bottle of Gatorade. We got back. He was watching TV. My cousin took the Gatorade, went away, came back with green Gatorade. <laughs> uh, yellow and blue make green. That's right, middle schoolers. It does. <laughs> we gave it to my brother and proceeded to watch him drink only half of it before my mom came in and said, what is that? We quickly told her it was blue and yellow Gatorade mixed together, and she believed us but stayed down in the TV room until my brother had completely finished the drink. Needless to say, he has never raced any of us ever again. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Hope this wasn't too long, Christine. That was way too long because it was way too gross. Oh, and why, uh, why just did... and if I may interrupt for just a second, yeah. Uh, thanks to B Dude Seventeen in the chat room, the uh, episode where you told that story was Switchboard Susie. Switchboard Susie. So. Do we have an episode number though? I don't know, but they have names on them. Yeah, so. they have numbers too. They have episode numbers. I'd love to tell somebody, so ask him. Ask him in the chat room. What number was it? Mm-hmm. So anyway, you can search for that though in the search of yeah. uh, at nlcast.com. Hey, uh, let's listen to let's listen to this real quick. 
It hey, wasn't Gatorade. This is Hi, I'm Bob again. I was just listening to, well, episode 112, the VE and Vmail show, and James, I think you mentioned on one of the previous shows that you are a, a very mental image kind of guy. Like I'm very mental. You immediately will imagine something in your mind if somebody says it. I can relate to that. I am also a mental image guy, and, well, as you know, it's not very pleasant. So I'm listening to your show, and when you get to the part about the spider and the grapes, when you started talking, when you started reading the part where the guy was talking about eating the grapes, <laughs> I knew what was coming, and I was not happy about it. The second you said that into the spider, my mind went crazy. And uh, I just want you to know, I hate you, man. You're welcome. Because that's really annoying. <laughs> and if... Since you're just like me with the whole imaginary thing, I know what shit sucks. So do you. That's all. What do you say at the Bye. end? I don't know. Something about socks? Oh, anyway, I missed it. Dad gummit. Here's something from Mike uh, from uh, Mike Thinks News. Hey, James, Mike from uh, Think Media, Mike Thinks News, what? all that good stuff. Hey, Can't just hear. want to call it <laughs> awesome, dude. I am so happy you got yourself a vanity phone number. I mean, you know, it, it, it's not quite as good as mine, but it's close. Very, very close. Um, yeah, 2095 NLCAS. I think this is going to help. Have a great one. All right, yeah. Um, if you miss that, I don't know. I, I totally. Yeah, yeah was, th that was Mike. It was real quiet for some reason, but Mike was just saying thanks uh, or congratulations on the vanity phone number, and he repeated the phone number. So it's very cool. Uh, let's read a couple more, and then we'll uh, play another one. This is another urine one. I don't know what was up with this week. Um, this this shows the bodily. <laughs> it's the poop and pee show. Show <laughs> it's and the, fun guy. It's the number one and number two show. I, I think it stinks. He says. Uh, Actually, I have a couple of urine stories that uh, have to do with truck driving. As you might already know, many truckers have a bad habit of throwing their urine bottles out the window and littering trucker the bombs. Yeah, is that what they're called? I didn't even know that. Trucker bombs. Ew. Wow. And they litter Fair the side throat. of the road or parking lots in their disgusting display of bad manners. I, on the other hand, am not as gross as those other inconsiderate drivers, and I try thank to dispose you. of it in a civilized manner. Yes, we thank you. I'd like to ask I, you a question, though. Just how does one dispose of a bottle of urine in a civilized manner? You take it. Can. No, you take it in the bathroom and you pour it out in a toilet, and then you throw it away. No, no you store it in a trash can over years and years and years. We're not talking about number two. If you're doing number two in a bottle, you need to just pull over and get a new job. That's all I'm saying. If I put poo in a bottle. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Leroy Brown. All right. Um, so how Leroy, does one dispose of urine in a civilized manner? Do you think I want to be seen walking across the parking lot in a truck stop with my bottle fuel of uh, full of truck driver sewage? That is the conundrum I faced. Eventually ended up with about five milk jugs of the vile liquid stored in the sleeper of my truck. Five? <laughs> five gallons of pee? Drink less. <laughs> That's a lot of wee. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wee! You are not expected to understand this. It just kind of got out of control. I do understand it. Given the story from today, I do. Because you intend to, but then you forget, and you don't want to deal with it, and it just kind oh of backs goodness. up. 
The bad part of the story is when I showed up at the uh, Peace Bridge in Buffalo, New York, headed to Canada. I'm sure you can imagine the horror I must have felt when the customs agents announced that the Canadian (gasps) government wanted to do a search of my cab. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty sure sure carrying human waste in the cab of my truck did not violate any international laws, but unless you're an attorney, which I obviously wasn't, you really can't be sure. The inspection went off without a hitch, though. And not a word was spoken about what they had probably found in my cab. But I bet they were pretty peed off, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I can only hope that the inspectors assumed it was just bad apple cider. Yeah, if they Uh sipped some. Uh. (laughs) Like that thing in Dumb and Dumber where the cop drinks some. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. (laughs) <laughs> he says, if you read this on the podcast, I will send you another one. Oh, God, I didn't read that part. Please don't. Please don't <laughs> send another one. I don't have his name. Uh, yeah. I had a case cool. full of chocolate Charlies in there, too. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. We're going to lose all our listeners. And, oh, yeah. Except for the middlers. The middlers will stay with us. Hey, uh, let's listen to this one right here. Recoil. Hey, James. My name is John. I'm a relatively new listener trying to get caught up completely on the show. I call in with a, what I like to think is a funny story about middle school and the lack of intelligence thereof. I can remember when I was 12, 13 years old, standing out in my front yard and uh, hitting a softball around with a metal softball bat. Well, uh, I hit it one time a little too hard, and it went into my neighbor's pasture, and I didn't feel like retrieving it, so I'm looking around for something else to hit with a metal softball bat. And the only thing I can come up with is a basketball. Now, knowing very little or nothing about physics at the time, I did not realize that when you hit a large rubber ball with a metal bat, there's going to be a lot of recoil. (laughs) And the said recoil resulted in me knocking myself out. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not sure how long I was out. All I know is it was bright daylight when I was doing this, and when I woke up, it was getting, and my father had just come home and was slapping me to wake me up in the yard. That's funny. You're right. I uh, love the podcast. Keep doing what you do, and God bless. Uh, I don't care who you are. That's funny stuff right there. Tell you what. Like that stuff, you. <laughs> I can just see him hitting that thing. I've done that before. You hit hit a baseball. I've never, I mean, a basketball. I've never had the recoil hit me in the head, though, but that is hilarious. I'd pay to see that. Uh, John, you still there? I had a feeling. Hold on. Yeah, I kind of heard it. All right, so we we lost John, but uh, we're going to go ahead and continue, so... We're strong. We yes. can do this. Julie writes, when I was in third grade, I spent a lot of time with my parents <clears throat> at the site where our house was being built in the back of our property. We were living in a trailer nearby, so it wasn't a big deal to play around the construction site. Yeah, it probably was. My brother and I were climbing on the rafters and doing other dangerous things. In hindsight, it was probably pretty bad. The one time I did get hurt, though, it was completely unexpected. Well, of course it was. (laughs) If you expected it, you probably wouldn't have done it. Julie's mom's like, what are you doing today? What do you got scheduled? Well, I'm thinking we're going to play on the rafters. And then I got a 
big injury scheduled at 3 p.m. So, uh, I'll paint a picture for you. Bare feet, mud puddles, a frayed extension cord hanging from the porch. One moment I was on my feet, and the next I was on the ground screaming that I'd been stung by a wasp. The extension cord had a tear in the insulation around the wiring, and, uh, and it had attached to my hand as I walked by, shocking the mess out of me. By the grace of God, my dad was sweeping off the porch and was able to knock the cord away from me with a wooden broom. Sounds familiar to a story I had. Uh, or similar. I walked away with just a small burn on my hand, but it could have been much worse. Julie. So, Julie, where were you for our electrocution stories? Our, our theme show? Could have used you. Uh, let's listen to this one. This one's kind of creepy in the creepy drunk guy type of uh, way. Here we go. Hey, nobody's listening. In order of Canadianness, Trevor, John, and James. Hey. Um, yeah. I have a story about the time that I went to the candy store with my mom and my little brother. And I was probably about mm, five, I guess. And it was a big, big candy store in New York City, so uh, I got lost because I get lost a lot. Yeah. And um, pretty much my mom kind of wandered off or I wandered off or whatever, and I found a really, really cool kind of candy. It was like grapes and like grapes, uh, pop rocks or something. Mm. So I go up to my mom and I tug at her shirt and I'm like, Hey mom, Hey mom, I found this candy. I really want it. And this giant man turns around and he's like, sure, sweetie. And he started laughing really creepily. And I turned around and ran smack dab into my mom who had been wearing the exact same type of yeah. new shirt. Back out. It looked like that through my five-year-old lenses. Yeah, back out of that And, uh... Your mom was Yeah, that was kind of creepy, shirt. and we left the store, and I didn't get the candy. Oh. This sounds really so tragic now that I'm saying it. Or creepy. There's this old man that's, yeah. Both. At a candy store. Anyway, that's my story. My name's JoJo. I think I forgot to say that at the beginning. That's okay. <laughs> Thanks, JoJo. Dude, yeah. Um, there was several things that I'd like to point out about this. First of all, that uh, the man definitely was creepy. The fact that he said, sure, honey. called yeah. Any old man that calls little girls honey, scary. Uh, secondly, that you thought this giant old man was your mom. That should have been a wake-up call to mom. It's time for some Jenny Craig. <laughs> and secondly, or thirdly, I love the way you tried to say that your mom was wearing the exact same shirt as this old man. And then tries, oh, well, I was just five. And so I, I didn't notice it just because I was vibe. No, you dissed your mom and thousands yeah. of people are hearing it now. So Jojo, that's not honoring your mother and father. So you're center. All right. Hey, uh, NL cast peeps. This is Laurel again with yet another story. And uh, this is the last one, by the way. When I was three years old, I loved Pepsi and my mom would let me drink hers from the, the can all the time. One night, she had gone out Christmas shopping, and my dad and his friend were supposed to be watching the kids. They were watching TV, though. And as I ran over, I grabbed a big slurp from an open can of Pepsi. No big deal, right? But my dad's friend started freaking out about me drinking his Pepsi, because inside the can, there was no Pepsi. There was uh, his nasty tobacco spit. <laughs> so nasty. So gross. I'm, I'm told that I walked around like a dizzy a sick person and my uh, dad tried to save his own behind by not saying anything to my mom but my mom knew uh, that her, one of her kids were sick and away to the hospital we went I hope this makes it on the podcast as a story for an LBB or something have a great show Laurel no Laurel that was just uh, gross and it fit with the gross show so 
Uh, ah, one more. We're already over an hour. Dear Alcast, this is Case Cody, Cody Case again. I have a story for you. I was playing baseball in my grandma's house with my brother, dad, mom, aunts, and uncles. My mom's siblings. Thank you for pointing that out. We were playing in the field right next to across from the house. Someone hit the ball, went running to catch it. You know how some people look up and run to catch something? That's what I do. Well, I was running and suddenly I stepped in a hole like a thing filled with crap. I sl- <laughs> slid a little... <laughs> When I, no way. When I got up, my pants were covered in poop. It was disgusting. Hope you like my story, Case Cody. <laughs> Cody, could it be? <laughs> were you at my house, my old house? <laughs> Did your aunt buy my house? <laughs> this is just too weird. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have to play some scary music. Hold on. Whoa. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no. Oh, could it be? That you bought my old house. So I don't know. I don't know. But it's time for us to get out of here. That's what I know right now. The so, NL Oh, cast- crap. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Caw, caw, All right. Signal for John. That's right. Oh, John's back. Well, hold on. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. Thanks to our sponsors, Rob Hovers, for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, our contributors, and everyone who listens. John, say goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Trevor, <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye. Call us and all that good stuff. And I don't care what this lady says, uh, the phone number is still the same 209 5 Cast. And remember, when you're telling a funniest life story, tell it like nobody's listening. The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0895-NLCast. Peace out, peeps. This show uh, was also brought to you by Creo, and we're sorry we forgot you, dude. We love you, Creo. We love you. (laughs) Don't stop believing, John. Yeah, because if you do, then you'll be so sad, Trevor. Don't stop believing. (laughs) Find more great, clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.